The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, and welcome to a brand new episode. The name of the episode is Woo! Hope I'm doing that right. Woo! That's spelled uh, W-U-U-U-U. Did I leave you out? Anyway, there you go. It's a brand new episode of Geek Show Podcast, and uh, welcome to it. Uh, we have a good time. Uh, we get to, we get around to reviewing uh, Truth or Door, uh, Truth or Dare, and Rampage. Uh, also, Lost in Space, uh, the new Netflix show. We review that. Tell you some news about uh, the new uh, Chapter Two. Uh, it. It's got some casting going, and uh, we meet Mike Iceman. And it's $9 beer night. I'm just looking at my notes, and that's that's what I've scratched down during this episode. <laughs> I know I had a good time, and I think you will too. Uh, so uh, stick around for the entire show. I want to thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, getting ready for free comic book day on Saturday, May 5th. They're going to open early at 9 a.m. They are open seven days a week. The whole service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. They've been serving the Wasatch Front since 1982. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Go in and get lost at Cabin Fever. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe. Our friend Chef Daniel opened up the Twin Sons Cafe, now serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. The food is uh, Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can accommodate all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good, wholesome meal. I'm talking about Chef Daniel, of course. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Go up and see uh, Dawn and Leah. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store that's a valuable sexual re- wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free seminars as well. And our friends at Haster Games, 6831 South State Street, helping to pay for this party. They've got a big Magic the Gathering Dominaria pre-release on April 20th through the 22nd. And if you pre-order your boxes of Dominaria through Haster, you can receive them a week early. You can pick them up at the pre-release, so why not stay and play? Remember, Haster has it. All right, the episode is woo! And we'll get to it right after these. Stand by. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Yeah, welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! Nah. Yeah, some basement you got uh, here. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, yeah. You all right? Yeah, fine. I, I actually saw this basement on uh, on a Pornhub video I was watching the other night. Really? Yeah, I didn't know you were making side money. <laughs> I didn't know Written that out, either. Right out of the basement. That's You know, you Airbnb yeah. one day, and that's yep. all it takes. Yep. That couch <sighs> smells weird. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you hear that they actually made a rule on Airbnbs to stop filming porns in there? 
Yeah, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. So now we're gonna we're gonna start. Um, I'm gonna contact our friend James Jensen and have him immediately register Air BDSM. Oh, <laughs> get on that, James. Get on that, James. All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh well. Speaking of James, let's uh, a toast. A, a toast. Woo! Because they officially announced. Yeah, they did. That was a cute ass uh, video. It was a cute little video. And all their uh, stuff. They're they're uh, they're awaiting a, a child. Did they, did they say boy or girl on the thing? Uh, or just, is it too early to be we're, imposing we're, roles we're, on it? We're just going with higher primate. Higher primate. My, my <laughs> wife and I. Okay. As we we've decided that uh, we're we're adopting the Jensens and. Uh, we're going to become a ado- granddad, a- adopted grandparents. Yeah, cool. The Jensens don't know this yet. I tell you one thing I know about that baby. What's that? It's going to like shoot out super fast, mm-hmm. and it's going to come out with a hobby. <laughs> It'll come out with five hobbies. I'm going to yeah. see five hobbies. Yeah, and then and then they'll have to talk the baby out of having five hobbies yeah. because it's spending too much time with its, it's hobbies. Gonna, it's going to pop out with a 3D printer. And just starts crying. Blueberries. Listen, you're not you're not nursing enough. Uh, little child, you have too many hobbies. <laughs> All right. uh, let's uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hi, everyone. Hey. Hey. Shannon Barnson, everybody. How's it going? Hi. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. I think, yeah, everything's great. Love it. It's almost says almost closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I like yeah. the cycle of your Seven Eleven work work here. Because the beginning of your Seven Eleven work here, you're like, ah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this. And then as it winds down, you're like, it's almost over. Well, he gets so, a recharge yeah. in December. Yeah. <sighs> get a power up. Ah, the job's easy. Pays well. Yeah. Fucking cares. Um, People respect it. Yeah. 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 You, they, you, they give you everything you need. No one in your line yeah. of work ever has to strike to get things better. No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I do that pub quiz. Yeah. It's Wednesdays at Lucky 13. Uh-huh. You went there this eight, last eight week. o'clock. I know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I, went, saw, I went, saw Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, okay. And Brian had to work. It was fucking good. I bet it was. Yeah. If you don't know who Postmodern Jukebox is, they basically take pop songs and turn them into like swing mm-hmm. music. Cool. And uh, they, they can unsuck any song. Really? I heard the, no, I heard the best version of All Star ever. Oh, God. What? Yeah, I was like, fuck Smash Mouth even well, harder now. I don't know. The best version of a piece of poo is still a piece of poo. No, nope. it was really good. Nope. And they have like tap dancers. It's like, like a whole vaudeville show. They do show. a whole show. Huh? That's pretty yeah. cool. Does, it, does it make you want to break up your cover band of Smush Mouth? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's they only do two songs. It's sad. But I want to say something to people that go to concerts. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just like the movies. Put down your fucking phones. God damn it. Never. Why can't people just experience something with their own fucking eyes? I don't know, eyes? especially <laughs> live, a live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to do that shit, go home and watch internet videos of exactly. videos that sound as shitty as yours will. Yes. Truth. It never fails. They never sound fucking good. And you know it. I'm talking to you right now. You. You never go back and watch that shit. You don't fucking care. You watched it on your phone once already. Mm-hmm. A couple of pictures, okay. Yeah, pictures. Well, yeah, yeah, a couple I, of pictures. I pulled out my phone once for uh, Roger Waters' The Wall Tour, and I, I had it for 30 seconds. Yeah. And I, 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 no one was behind me because we were in a, in a suite. Yeah. And so I felt okay about doing it, but only 30 seconds. That's yeah, all like, I did. There were people that watched you that know? whole fucking... Yeah, they, they, they got their hands up yeah. with, you know, through the whole show. And that also means you're blocking somebody then, else's experience with your stupid phone. Exactly. I, exactly. That's what was pissed me off. I was actually screaming at him. I was like, I hate your fucking phones! Like um, <laughs> Is this part of the show? And uh, It's so interactive. And then you, you, throw, <laughs> you throw them on Facebook, guess what? Nobody fucking watches them. Nobody fucking cares. Nope. nope. Unless, like, 
I don't know, a ghost shows up. Well, that's what I'm right? waiting for. Well, if, if like Michael Jackson bursts into flames yeah. on stage, yeah, you can yeah, record you that, that. that. Yeah, too soon. That's fine. Too soon? Yeah. Not soon enough. <laughs> like Ted Ted Nugent's up there talking like a reasonable human being. Phil, yeah. fucking record, record that because that. That, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Yeah, somebody falls off stage, you get that on tape. You, you yeah. see Art, you see Art Bell walking the streets. Record that oh, shit. Whoa. Oh yeah, especially now like concerts. Too soon. Concerts cost like at the least twenty five bucks. Sometimes you know. Yeah. Sometimes hundred, two hundred. Yeah. That's before the handling fees, by the yeah, way. Yeah. No shit. Like oh. fuck, and you're watching it through your phone. You're stupid. Yep. All right. I'm buying this ticket online. There's a handling fee though. What are you handling? Yeah. I'm printing it myself. <laughs> it's it's just a con. It it's is a racket, for sure. It's a hundred percent. It is it is just 100%. a con to make money. Just anyway. I'm just gonna send my phone to the next show. There you go. <laughs> Don't get, come back till you get something good. It phone. It won't get ID'd. That's a, you good, know, right? that's a good idea. It won't get hassled. That phone's obviously not a minor. You just send in a drone. It won't. It won't, yeah, it won't yeah, this yeah. is my seat. It won't pay four times what you should for a beer. Yeah. You know. No, <laughs> what if it? It was at the. It was at a. What's the place? the depot? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. It was good because like every every night's nine dollar beer night there. It's fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know Home Depot had concerts. <laughs> no, you're, you're thinking of Home Despot. Oh. Uh, he's thinking of Home Despot. He's Lee George K. Every goddamn day I think about opening that place up. Yep. Yeah. This is gonna be, what does it, it sell? Like trap doors and shit? Yep. Trap doors, <laughs> interrogation chairs. Bag, wow. Ball gags. Bags Ooh. of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, extortion guides. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just um, how to overthrow Libya in six easy steps. Although we had to redact a lot of that. It didn't well. work. The people that actually bought it, they want their money back. Sells like weird general outfits, too. Yeah, very weird, ill-fitting general outfits. It entered the country just said L.I.B. blank. Hey. <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're, all in, uh, they're all in Chinese women's small, so it's, it's an odd sizing. <laughs> so your trap doors are in Chinese women's small? No, the general, uh, the general costumes. The trap doors, we have every, every size you okay. could possibly want. I was going to say, what if yeah. you have larger enemies? Yeah. It's true. <laughs> if you're going to catch Americans, you need a big door. Right. Yes. Especially this I'm American. I'm going to need three or four of these fucking doors, man. <laughs> Stuck we, in the ways. Like, yeah, uh, we, we have, we have room. one trap door we call El Guapo. It's, it's covered in action figures. So if, if you're looking for a, a portly nerd, he's going to walk him and go, hey, wait, that's a long-handled Ben Kenobi lightsaber. He's gone. <laughs> that's, those are good eating. Is, is that a porg? Oh. Oh my, that's, Porg! That's the exclusive Funko Porg. Hi, hey mother, I'm flying. There you go. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, thank you so much for your support with the jerky with fresh vegan foods. Uh, we've we've got five flavors now. Oh, good. So we had our original three. Uh, we've uh, added a smoky maple flavor that's really mellow and doesn't oh, have I'm any spice. That. And then we have our walking, talking, strong, bad runner tribute, the Burninator. Uh, it's a ghost pepper jerky. Uh, it's got some good heat to it. And um, yes, do not eat it in the vicinity of any thatched roofed cottages. <laughs> oh, jeez. It, right. will, it will light it on fire. I get that so, reference. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fresh Vegan Foods. We're on Etsy. You can also uh, just go to FreshEats.com. Also, uh, I've been commission painting for the last month and a half or so. So, uh, LGK.com or you can just go to Vagabond Studios on on, uh, on the Facey Books and there's all kinds of fun stuff there. So, I even did a tutorial on how to paint Stormtroopers for the new Fantasy Flight 
uh, Star Wars miniature game. Nice. You just need black, right? No, it's not true. <laughs> oh wait, so they come black and you need white? No, they come in kind of a brownish color, and you spray really? paint, you spray paint them white, and then you want to put some shading on there. I feel like that's a missed opportunity by the manufacturers to just make them white out the box. I'll bet it costs more to make them. It white. Does. does it? It does. Yeah, okay, and then all right. you'll find you'll find like uh, Wizards of the Coast for a long time did. And they still do pre-painted figures or mm-hmm. Wiz kids with their with their hero clicks. And what you find is the, the the tiny Malaysian sweatshop that they were painted in. Uh, the people there are really just two steps away from suicide, so they they don't care that your uh, that your miniature eyes are crossed. They need to take their <clears throat> art more seriously. Yeah, because you know the two the two cents a day that they're working <laughs> for seventeen hours a day to try to you know save the hostage family that they've never seen. <laughs> I just brought it down. <laughs> what the fuck? God, no, damn. seriously, a lot of a lot of the pre-painted miniatures are no. are done in sweatshops. No, you're in right. Near slave labor conditions. So you hire a guy like me. Yeah, but at least and I'll paint it in my sweatshop. Yeah, but I rolled a six. <laughs> Yay! Hey. Yeah, but it sounds like, as far as slave labor goes, that's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, don't you think? You're saying there's worse slave labor? Yeah, <laughs> worse. Yeah, they could be making jeans. It's in kind India. of fun. Look, guys. Hey, this. It sucks, but look, I'm painting up a Superman. Yeah, then all of a sudden, like, Is it? and they're like, Isn't, it, isn't this fun? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> How many flavors are you going to go for? We're going to stop at five for now. Yeah, you're not going to go like the, Oreos. The Canadians are getting twitchy. Uh, so. No birthday cake jerky flavors? No, I, I don't need Brooks's money. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna start doing like special flavors here and there. Like I want to do, I want to do some like some regional flavors from around the world. Ooh. It'd be kind of fun. Fry sauce. I was gonna yeah. say fry sauce. Yeah, I like fry sauce. Yeah. Do you see yeah. that? Like, oh, is it Heinz or somebody's gonna start making fry sauce? Yeah, they call it uh, fry chip. M- calling it mayo chip. Mayo chip. Mayo That's chip. what it was. Sorry. Mayo, chip. mayo chip. Yeah. Chup. Mayo I call chip. it. What's the matter with you? Can't you mix mayonnaise and ketchup yourself? Yeah. It's true. That's a long title. Yeah, but I don't have to now. <laughs> the right. first the first time I ever heard about fry sauce, I thought my friend was fucking with me. Huh? We were at the cafeteria. The, oh, it's the, not the a college, national thing. I was like, what's here? He goes, yeah, you take mayonnaise, you put ketchup. I was like, that's fucking disgusting. Well, I figured the first place you heard about it was in Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, know, well, you, know, you know what they use to dip fries in in Oregon? Mayonnaise, ranch dressing, ranch dressing. Yeah. That's the thing. No, you, you it, go to what? You go to a yeah. burger or pizza place. There are pumps of ranch well, dressing. And because <laughs> I and because I'm on a morning radio show, I have researched this. Uh, fry sauce is not a regional, just Utah thing. Hmm. Uh, there are a, a few countries around the world, like Argentina. Uh, they do it. Uh, there's Where places throughout the South that do it as well. And it was uh, first. Uh, it was referenced in the uh, the show, uh, the movie Step Brothers. Where do you think of fancy all, sauce? Where do you think all called? of them got it from? Missionaries, missionaries from Utah, yeah. probably. <laughs> but, but you can tell that somebody's really thinking outside the box when they go, "I'm going to make some really amazing fry sauce," and they forego ketchup altogether and go straight to the barbecue sauce and mayonnaise. That's what you do. Oh yeah, that's something too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, everybody yeah, does it differently. Yeah. Yeah. You do that and uh, a little horseradish. Yeah. All right. A little I'm in. I go. I, like I go. I go. Mustard, mayonnaise, and a little bit of pickle juice. Yep. That sounds go. like an abomination. Oh, it's fucking fuck you, man. <laughs> now we just need some condiment enablers. <laughs> he's yeah. a he's he's a condiment enabler. He's Jimmy Martin. Oh, I love when I look at my fridge and it's just all sauces. And I'm like, I should go shopping. I need something. So I, I need sauce shit. on. What am I gonna do? Drink sauce for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, come upstairs. I made a buffet. <laughs> we got your ranches. Your barbecues. All, all the shit's dirty, but <laughs> I just like that satisfying sound when it comes when oh, it comes yeah. out. There's no worse sound than when there's only just a little, and so you're oh, just yeah. mostly it's it's 
It's like when you've had too much tequila. Yeah. And it's just more, mostly air. It's like you pound, <laughs> pound the bottle. And you, ever, you, you ever do the thing where you put it in your arm and you swing it around and use some I've never yeah. done that. But ah, that works really good. You swing it around yeah. and my mom did that. Force. It was right after my parents got married. My mom did that with ketchup, but the, bo- uh, the top came off and oh, flung ketchup no. on a giant circle around the entire room. <laughs> yeah, see, I just, I just do it like this. I, you know. Take the cap and like no, not me. I use tap. science, man. My <laughs> grand, my grandpa used to put. My grandpa used to just add some water to the bottle. Oh yeah. God! It was nasty. My, gra- my grandpa said when you're at the bottom of the ketchup bottle or the bottom of the mayonnaise bottle, you got to tap it like you, like when you're trying to get something out of a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the hell? Not too hard. Not too hard. Your dad didn't understand babies. <laughs> Oh, well, we don't really talk about sauce a lot, but you can watch me on KSL. Also, Big Movie Mouth Off. You can listen to me on Geek Show, Mediocre Show, and read me in Slug. Uh, No interviews this week. Some might be on the horizon. Okay. Let's see what's inside this baby. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like it's just just poop again. Give me my ketchup back. Give me my ketchup back. (laughs) Anything ever come out of the other end? Is anybody missing keys? Found some keys in a baby. I didn't know a friend who used to take uh, ketchup and mix it with water and say it was like the best tomato soup. I'm like, you are well, fucking that's, disgusting. That's messed up. At least add some salt. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now he, ins- he insists you at least add some salt. He's uh, quad T, too tall Tony. <laughs> Just add a little water. <laughs> a little bit of salt in there. <laughs> or some people call him Chef Ramsay. Chef Ramsay. <laughs> if you're feeling adventurous, add a dash of the Tony Cachero's Cajun seasoning. Oh. Yeah. Right, you're not you're not altogether off. You could you could do ketchup, and some American cheese, and some of that Creole seasoning, and uh, you could make a you could make a, a a nice glaze to feed someone you hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, check me out on Twitter uh, at Quad T Tony, or always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot every other week with Jaron Owen and a special guest of. Our choice, Woo-hoo. not your choice. Oh. <laughs> we can't suggest. Just ours. All right. <laughs> Remember what you said, Lee, though, because when he comes to the next recording with a big you know, bowl of soup and says, mm-hmm. I made you guys something, Yeah, no. we all know what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's ketchup, water, <laughs> grill seasoning, <laughs> and salt. And salt. Oh, yeah, yeah, and salt. I Get wish that we- fucking soup away from me. I'm, I'm just not sure. <laughs> there's, there's one thing I, I thought up until this very episode that we had as a constant. I thought we had a host. I thought his name was Kerry Jackson. Yes. But then Art Bell died. Oh. And now I'm not sure about anything. No, else. Right. <laughs> but we still have Kerry. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. He's okay. right here. I'm, I'm right know. here. I'm, I don't know I what to believe him. anymore. I think he's really Art Bell. Let's see who you really are. <laughs> Check don't. to see if he's wearing a mask. Don't take his hat off. Just don't. <laughs> Broadcasting from the high desert. I'm Art Bell. Um, <laughs> and he died in his house in uh, Pahrump, too. Yes. Oh, well, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 10, x96.com. Uh, let's uh, raise a glass to a couple of uh, dead dignitaries. First, Woo, Art Bell. This, uh, this Art glass Bell. isn't weird enough. That no. guy was a fucking Clink. weird bastard. Clink. Here's the thing about Art Bell. He did it well. He, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good rhyme. He, he never had an opinion on any of the things that were talked about on his show. He, he was, was just sharing. Con- he was he a was, conduit. Yeah, he was sharing information. Yeah, he was a disseminator. He was just people would call in, and they would say, "I'm an alien from another time." <laughs> he would not say, "No, you're not," Mm-mm. or prove it or mm-hmm. anything. He would just have a conversation. So, <laughs> so what do aliens from Xanthor Ford do? Exactly. Yeah. So he was what the media should be. 
No. Just a disseminator no. of information. No, no, no because some, no people's, some people's information should not be put out there. <laughs> and some people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, like the guy that <laughs> okay. like All the right. guy that called in, because I, I listened to Art Bell exclusively for about a year, because uh, when, when my son was born, uh, I worked three full-time jobs, and one of them was for the Newspaper Agency Corporation, uh, delivering newspapers to newspaper delivery people. And that was from like midnight to 6 a.m. And Art Bell would be on from 2 a.m. to 6. Yeah. And there was one night where a guy called in to warn people to stay off the streets at night because it was uh, werewolf mating season. <laughs> and this, this you know, Art Bell as, had him on for like half an hour. And as Art, you drive yeah. down the road. Yeah. Art, Art would never say you're wrong, you're crazy, yeah. or prove it or anything. He yeah. would just have a conversation with you and let it happen. Well, I'll make sure the word gets out there. There's a, Be careful, ladies. It's werewolf mating season. There's a, There was a bit I listened to earlier when, you know, on my Twitter feed because somebody was sending you know Art Bell and here's mm-hmm. some segments. It was a great bit where he was uh, he says now I have received a fax from a person who said please pick up uh, the what, what he had what was the name of the lines that he had was, you know the <laughs> yeah. well he had gold bond he, he had all kinds know, of, yeah. he's a, you pick up the line because uh, my boyfriend is in an airplane. And flying to Area 51 and needs to speak to you. <laughs> he takes the call, and there, you can hear the sound. And it's, I mean, because I'm an audio, yeah. I do this for a living. I can tell it's the loop, a sound loop of an inside yeah. of a plane. Yeah. Because it, it would fade it and then abruptly, yeah. abruptly start again. You know, it would cycle. Um, but he's you know, got this sound effect going, and he's on the phone, you know. All right, now, can we confirm your identity? Can you tell me the name of the person who sent this fax? Yes, it's my girlfriend, Jill. All right, correct. This is you, and she says that you are flying to Area 51. Now, you do realize that it is a heavily protected area, and you will probably be shot down or forced down. Yes, yes, Art, but as a taxpayer, I need to know the truth of what's going on, you know. And he had him on for uh, 10 minutes. And then... Did he get shot down? You'd hear... You heard... That this is another reason that you know it's fake. Because if he's up in a plane a thousand feet up, you're not going to hear the sirens going off on the ground. No. You're just not. No, so don't you know. they put sirens on... Airplanes? Cop, cop airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry on! Hit the sirens. Get in the so, cop plane. So then the sirens... Pull the son of a bitch over. All of the airplane over! And then it's... And then it's... Oh, and then it's... Oh, 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 and, and silence. Yep. And Art Bell knew how to milk that silence. Yep. He just let it happen. Be like 10 seconds of dead air, and then he'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, All right. I don't know what just happened. I don't know. He. Yeah. That's exactly what he yeah. said. I don't know what just happened. He is uh, he is the progenitor of the Berenstain Bears controversy. Is he? What? That, yes. He's the Mandela effect? Well, because that whole thing is supposedly because I was telling you uh, off mic about John Tidor and that whole John Tidor thing of this time traveler from the future who's trying to stop World War III by getting the last non-corrupted IBM computer right. chip from 1977, but his time machine broke, so he's stuck in our time. Uh, that supposedly is the Mandela effect that his coming and tampering with the timeline is what caused Berenstain and Berenstein to flip. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> of all the things. It's it's all there. So you may not have ever heard of Art Bell, but you've heard of things that Art yeah. Bell got going. So yeah. Yeah. I also blame our current political situation on Art Bell. Yeah, you could. You yeah. could. He was on the air for the longest of times, and then he stepped off the air. And he said it was because he kept getting death threats from some organization. <laughs> um, and then his kid took over for a while, and then he came back briefly. And 
And, and it killed him. And it killed him, apparently. Yet he's uh, got him. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, so to Art Bell. Also to uh, Milos Forman. Yeah. That's, uh, As a film he's director. One of my, great he's movies. one of my favorite directors. Like A friend of mine actually went to uh, a film school in L.A. and they got to watch Man on the Moon with Milos Forman. I was, I was jealous as shit. Well, and... and as a fan of Andy Kaufman, I just I, I always I love that movie. First of all, but there's a documentary on Netflix right now. Fantastic, called it's Jim so, Jim and Andy. It's really good. And Milos Forman is you can see him desperately trying to rein in Jim Carrey, who's channeling Andy Kaufman. He went deep down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, well, he's is that why he's never crazy now? Came back. Could be. He could be. But, but I mean, you've he, got that. He one. didn't come back. No, Jim well, Carrey. I think, I think Jim Carrey may have always kind of been off his rocker, but and, that kind of did it. Yeah. yeah. You want to see what he's like now? Watch comedians in cars getting coffee. The episode oh, with Seinfeld so and Jim Carrey. It was weird. Well, he's doing a new movie too. That's weird. He's like it's dark as shit. I think oh, it's yeah, called like yeah. Dark Tales or Dark Stories or something. I, I saw a poster yeah. for that. I saw the trailer for it. He looks like he's fucked oh, up. The first in thing it. I saw him in was an after-school movie called Doing Time on Maple Drive. That's right. And he was a he was a drug addict oldest brother in a, in a and was he gay or was I, the I other remember. brother was gay? I get that but, screwed up with mazes and monsters. With but <laughs> along with along with Man on the Moon, you've got the, the People versus Larry Flint, which is another great one of my movie. favorite movies. That yeah. movie's fucking amazing. And then you've got uh, Amadeus, which is great. Yep. And then you've got uh, One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest. Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, oh. the guy is a genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was fantastic uh, a director. And so yeah, I woke up to that this morning. I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. You know, but he, I, I say this every time, uh, somebody who's actually made a difference in their chosen field. Yeah. Uh, good on him. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. You made an impression. You made. Oh yeah. I saw Man on the Moon probably five times in the theater. Like I yeah. absolutely loved it. And I, I've, I've watched People versus Larry Flint. I can't countless times right. at home. Well, I, yeah, and and people make fun of Larry Flint, but when you when you see what he did for free speech in yeah. this in this yeah. nation, he he should be lauded as a hero instead of what he calls himself. I'm I'm a pornographer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he. You know, he, he may not be a great guy, but he, what he did for free speech is very important. Yeah, yeah, you might not like his product, but what, the, what he was going for was something bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he took a stand and stood, you know, refused to back down. Exactly. Yeah. He actually made Courtney Love a good actress. Uh, I was just about to say that's that. Thing. He could get like, perfor- like performances out of anybody, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. He, he, kept her, he kept her heroin away from her until she put in a good take. <laughs> <laughs> you get some when you do good. You even got, uh, what, you got Danny DeVito in Cuckoo's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he had all kinds of people in Cuckoo's yeah. Nest. Cuckoo Nickel. He started a lot of careers with Cuckoo's well, Nest. And so he probably had the experience of reigning in Nicholson to help him reign in. Courtney Love? Jim Carrey. Probably. And one of the worst villains of all time is Nurse Ratchet. That's true. <laughs> I'll, I would argue that, sure. Kai Wynn. Kai Wynn, yep. DS9. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, That's uh, the worst part about Kai Wynn is you see her, and if you'd seen Cuckoo's Nest, you're like, I don't trust her. Yeah. She, could, she could have been playing like the kindest matriarch in the world and be like, mm, she's up to something. Yeah. Always. Yep. Always. You keep that keep that water cooler right by you. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a brief break and get to some uh, news coming up after these. After, after these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Okay. Haster Games is your locally owned and operated store for all modern and classic board games, magic games, and much more. Here's what's happening at Haster Games for the rest of the month. Magic the Gathering Dominaria pre-release is happening April 20th through the 22nd. If you pre-order your boxes of Dominaria through Haster, you can receive them a week early. You can pick them up at the pre-release, so why not stay and play? Dominaria releases, they're having a special draft event on April 27th. 
D&D has the Mordekainen's Book of Foes releasing in May. Now, if you pre-order to get your copy of a special pre-order version, you'll get very different cover art on that special version. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and magic products as well. It's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games at 6831 South State Street. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturdays and noon to 5 on Sundays, or you can go to HasterGames.com. Remember, Haster has it. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection reminding you that Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May 5th. And they're going to be open early from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And they're giving away free comics. Come for the free comics and stay for the fantastic sale. Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. And you can get your picture taken with a number of Utah's best cosplayers dressed like superheroes and Star Wars characters alike. Be sure to get your exclusive Dr. Volt's cover for DC Nation number zero. All right, in April... At Dr. Volt's Action Comics 1000, celebrate 1,000 issues of Action Comics with an all-star lineup of top talent as they pay tribute to the comic that started it all. From today's explosive action to a previously unpublished tale illustrated by the legendary Kurt Swan to the Man of Tomorrow's Future, this very special oversized issue presents the best of the best in Superman stories. Also, Infinity War, the epic film is almost here. Prepare yourself for the movie event of the summer by picking up one of the graphic novels that inspired the cinematic universe. Learn the hidden stories of all the characters like Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Thanos. Open seven days a week, the hold service is free, and with that you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Woo! All right. Woo. Uh, here's uh, some stuff that's this happened uh, this past week. Interesting. Uh, we were talking about uh, directors. James Cameron. Good old Jimmy. He's a director. Jimmy. He is a director. He's um, a hack. He is. Uh, <laughs> he's a. Now director. I I don't think he's directing this new Terminator film. I think he's producing. I sincerely doubt it because he's uh, he's uh, so busy with uh, Avatar. You know, exploring the Marianas Trench. Yeah, eleven or twelve <laughs> more av- Avatar movies, and he's getting ready to ruin Lobo. There's actually yeah. there's a great bit on Family Guy recently about 
fucking with James Cameron while he's down scuba diving. The Marianas oh, Trench. Did you it was see that? hilarious. <laughs> they started, so let's, let's go pants James Cameron in the Marianas Trench. With the submarine arms. That's the only thing I don't give him shit for. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give him shit for a lot of things, but I will not give him shit for being the guy that goes like, yeah, I'm a billionaire. I'm going to build a submarine. I'm going to go to the part of the world that no one's ever been to. I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> I'm not going to dismember a reporter while I'm down there. That's right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he is, uh, they're, they're casting this new uh, Terminator movie, and they're calling it a sequel reboot kind of a thing. Again. Um, from what I've read, they're going to ignore all the Terminator movies except for the first and second one. They're just <laughs> going to ignore parts them. of the second one. That's fine. Um as long as I get a thumbs up at the end, I'll be happy. Well, you're, you're <laughs> Linda Hamilton and Schwarzenegger are returning, but um, apparently they're just in the movie briefly. Arnold. I'm back a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm back. I've got to go. And that's, Linda, ha- and that's Lyndall Hamilton. <laughs> Goodbye. Tell the next one. <laughs> but uh, here is here is so far the uh, the casting that we're seeing. We're not we're not quite sure what the roles are going to be, but he is uh, cast Colombian actress uh, Natalia Reyes. Is nabbed. Uh, it's she's just a, a a new up and coming actress. He said he wanted to do like he did with Linda Hamilton and find somebody that nobody's heard of, yeah. and then he's going to marry her, and then probably. <laughs> oh. um, he is also cast uh, Gabrielle Luna, cool Ghost Rider, yeah from uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah. Uh, oh, that guy was cool. Yes. Also, uh, let's see, uh, Diego Bonetto. So he's a Mexican-born actor. He has worked on Scream Queens, so I should recognize him. Uh, but uh, the main role of the new Terminator is that of uh, Danny, a young woman from a working-class neighborhood in Mexico City who finds herself in the battle between the humans and the machines. And Gabrielle Luna will play a Terminator. Yeah. Uh, Bonetta will play Danny's brother. Uh, Davis is a soldier assassin from the future. And uh, so there you go. Termin- cool. Terminator, another mo- Terminator. Well, there was really only one good sequel to Terminator, and it was on TV. Terminator 2, Genesis of the Unknown. Now, <laughs> the, the, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. was Sarah Connor Chronicles. That was really good. It was yeah. quite good. Uh, have you seen Ready Player One yet, Lee? Not gonna. No? Yeah, I just don't care. There's one part, and then I'll just, uh, you know, worry about it. There's a part where uh, yeah! some, somebody's metal arm goes yeah! down and, <laughs> and sticks a thumbs up. and goes, I go, Lee's going to get mad at this scene. I, no, I, I, I love actually, that Ready scene. Player One, I had my first old man moment where I was like, eh, pass. <laughs> and then I sat down on my recliner and took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it again just uh, a couple days as we recorded this. Yeah, and I saw it on IMAX and found 20 yeah. more fucking Easter eggs in there. Oh, it's a fucking montage movie. I'll just go take a nap. Watch <laughs> montage my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it eventually. I just I need to get it. Should we watch it together? Should we? Yeah. All Should right. we record? How we're watching it, and we're like, yeah, we were there. I, yeah. I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the three of us. Let's go. We'll record it. We'll go. Uh, let's see. Uh, I finally did see it, and and I loved it. Yeah. Um. And they're getting ready for chapter two. Oh, this is I the saw some only of the... horror movie my daughter has watched, and she's watched it like six times. It's it's really good. It's way good. Yeah. The, it was really well done. Yeah, I'll see it someday. But no, they're they're getting to some casting um, with uh, the chapter two, so it's the the adult actors who are going to play the kid parts, and they are talking to uh, let's see, uh, Jessica Chastain is on board. Yeah, I saw uh, that. She signed. The little girl looks just like a young Jessica Chastain. She's yeah. wonderful. She's uh, great. She's so, so good in Crimson Peak. So she'll be playing Beverly Marsh. Uh, they've uh, they're talking to have not signed uh, deals with <laughs> James McAvoy, good actor who will play you know Bill the 
so-called leader of the group of kids. Hmm. Uh, he grows up to be a successful author. Mm. Uh, and then he returns to face his past. His old stutter resurfaces. Oh, yeah. Uh, the kid uh, Jaden Lieber played the character in the first movie. And then Bill Hader hmm. is in talks to play Richie, the, the, the jokester kid, who hmm. is Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have in you the seen first his, movie. Have you seen his show? Barry? Yeah. Yes. Good. It's very good. Okay. Very is, it, good. is it like happy good or is it both? It's, I mean, it's okay. dramatic. It's, it's, very, got, it's got some funny parts. It's, it's got it. some funny parts. It's definitely a dramedy. It's, yeah. yeah. I, as much as I love happy, I can only watch a couple episodes at a time before I, I just have to go take a long shower and cry. <laughs> oh, it's not <laughs> it's like that. It's not like that. Yeah. But it's all, I mean, and it's also a half hour show, so it goes by. Okay. Yeah, it goes quick. by pretty It's got quick. some of the most hilarious villains you'll ever see. I love, I fucking love Hater. I don't know. It might shoot you. I don't know. Uh, the kid actors will return to reprise their roles for some flashback scenes, but it's going to be the adults who take on the clown. In uh, Chapter 2 is scheduled to begin production in July and released in September of 2019. Who's gonna I'm excited for it. Who's going to play the giant spider? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> who's playing Vampire Bill? <laughs> Don't know. Okay. Uh, another thing that is uh, being worked on right now is uh, Batgirl, the movie, is back. Remember, Do they get uh, a director now? They don't have a director. Huh. They've got a, uh, a new uh, screenwriter because, uh, you know, Joss Whedon said, I just don't. No, I don't have a direction. He, he I don't have it. Far, yeah, yeah he said, I just don't have it. I love how he throws himself under the bus instead of explaining what really happened. <laughs> I, I admired his honesty for that. Yeah. For that. For that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they've got the uh, person, uh, Christina Hodson, who wrote the uh, Transformers spinoff Bumblebee. Oh, good. Which, well, that was really good. Which I'm actually hearing good things about. Oh, I enjoyed it. I've it's seen it seven or eight times. No, you oh, haven't. No, no, yeah. making it right now. I want to go take a nap now. <laughs> I, like, I like when they use people with proven track records. <laughs> uh, she wrote uh, the thriller Unforgettable with uh, Rosario Dawson. And I Catherine. don't remember. I don't remember it. that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Good luck, guys. Uh, We're so yeah. fucking awesome. So, and Ology is <laughs> also another thing that she's worked on. But, uh, yeah, she's already written the Batgirl character, apparently, uh, having helped to develop uh, a feature project based on the Birds of Prey. Oh. Yeah. So mm. she was a screenwriter on the Birds of Prey thing. And the so, old TV show? Oh, see, yeah, you said the Rosario or, Dawson. I know that movie is the Catherine Heigl shit show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see. That's why no one saw it is because nobody likes Catherine Heigl. Nope. She's not very pleasant. She's, I mean, she's not. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. You can be an asshole and still be a good actor, but she hasn't really proven that she's well, a good actor. Well, there's that, but also the one person you, or people you don't want to be an asshole to, the writers. Or yeah. your Because they just write your ass off the show real fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. She always looks like she just accidentally tasted a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> you know she lives in town, right? Yeah, she's, she's uh, from... She's, she's up in Park City. She'll find yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Shove a lemon in your mouth. Oh, I, I've learned that lesson. Bring it, Heigl. I learned that lesson the hard way when I got written off the pilot of the office. <laughs> I could take a punch, Heigl. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be a two hit fight, lady. Yeah, she's going to hit you twice and you're going to run away. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, then we got uh, some other stuff uh, happened. Uh, they've been casting uh, Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. I, I fucking, oh, shit. I lost my mind when I saw who's playing Pike. We got two big casting names. I, yeah. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it <laughs> is it is uh, Anson Mount. Bohannon from uh, Hell on Wheels is and, playing Christopher and, Pike. And sadly, right. sadly, Black Bolt from yeah. Yeah, I would say from So why are you excited? 
He's no, because he's really good on Helen Wheels. They just didn't, That's give him, true. They didn't give him shit to do on Inhumans. Yeah. Uh, so he'll be playing uh, Captain Christopher Pike. He's like talking? so. What's oh, scary? Right. What's scary is uh, was it was it Jeffrey Hunter? Was that who played yeah. Pike? Yeah. So he, you shave the stubble. He looks. He looks enough like. I got him. a Christopher Pike uh, action figure there. Based, yeah. Based on the. <laughs> Pre wheelchair version of Pike. No, he's he's uh, he's going to be he's going to be an interesting choice. So there's that, and uh, Tig Nataro, the comedian, Tig, what is going to uh, guest star, uh, <laughs> taking on the role of Chief Engineer Denise Reno of the USS Hiawatha. Uh, just so you know, the USS Hiawatha is canon. It was in a Star Trek video game, Starfleet Command. Take that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's Nerds. A, it's an Akula-class ship. Oh, the Akula-class. Yeah, it had 17 warp nozzles. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fast. I just It can only go to warp three. I want more hairy mud. That's what I want in oh, the next season. I want there, more hairy mud. I'm, I'm still not convinced. I, I have the hardest time with Discovery because part of me thinks there's no way in hell that that's the actual Prime Universe because there's enough minor differences Especially when you go to their mirror universe, because their mirror universe, everybody has an aversion to bright light. Uh huh. But then there's shit like the Harcourt Fenton mud stuff that was just dead on perfect. Um, oh, mu- when when they cast uh, him as mud, yeah, uh, Rain Wilson, yeah, Rain Wilson. Thank you. You were so upset it wasn't Senior Noggle. I was upset that it was Rain Wilson because yeah. I kept saying to myself, "I'm just going to see Dwight Schrute. No. That's that's all I can do." But he came in and he proved me wrong. Yeah. And he, I thought he was great. He, he killed it so as, as Harry Mudd. And you that know, episode was just incredible. I, I thought the same when they cast him as Dwight Schrute because I thought all I'm going to see is that guy that got turned into a mermaid in House of a Thousand Cur- Corpses. <laughs> I prefer House of a Thousand Corpses myself. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this hard Emma cider Gere. is 68% alcohol. Eric Gerg, I want you to hear some curpses. I think I would I think I, I would have had the same hang up with Harry Mudd on Star Trek if I hadn't watched him in uh that James Gunn movie. Um oh, Super. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Super. yeah. <laughs> Kill him with a wrench. Holy cow. See, I, I, know, saw, I, I never Super. I never saw that. Oh so, god. Um, that show yeah. was crazy. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a death at the end of that movie that it, still it, haunts well, me. It it is hard to watch. Yeah. Because that's that's an actor that you you kind of like. Yeah. You don't want to see that person horribly, mm. horribly mutilated. Even the way did, oh, the way he shot it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one of Nathan Fillion's best parts, other than his recurrence in Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that back yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Back. All right. And he's back, too. Oh, good. You might remember he didn't survive yeah, the he, first episode. He was killed, yeah. She ate his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I need to start watching that again. But you're watching uh, Lost in Space yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I just came out to record this, uh, what, yesterday, I guess. You know, technically like a midnight on Netflix. They just like, Yeah, the 13th, right? Yeah, uh, but here's the thing that I will, I'm going to jump on that I first noticed that I was excited about, because we've been bitching about Netflix. Everybody's like, i got to have 13 episodes. Got to have my 13. Yeah. 10. Good. Nice. T- 10 episodes. And the other thing is is that it's not like they're all an hour long or like that. Like One of them is like an hour and 10. One's an hour. One's 45 minutes. Like Th- That's what you need to do. Yeah. Exactly. Just Fine. as long as it takes to tell the story. If you're doing a Netflix yeah. show, don't stick to an hour and 13 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know, speaking of, you know, of, of the show, and I heard Bill on Radio From Hell that his kids were pissed off that Dr. Smith was, was a female. They haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, we call there, that Starbucks syndrome. There's a yeah. well, no. There's a there's a thing why that they they'll be okay, okay. because it's something with it's Parker Posey. 
yeah. who, who's playing that one. She's uh, weird as shit. Yeah, and her seventies hairdo. Um, <laughs> no, but the I like watching it. It's it, it's more about exploration. You know, the robot's fucking awesome, and it is a family show. Yeah. I, I've been told it's a family show. It's you can watch it with the kids. Yeah. And, there's nothing. You know, so, so, do you find yourself not trusting Doctor Smith the entire time? Yes. Because okay, because that that is lost in space. Like, yeah. well, because the first moment you meet her, you're given a reason. To yeah, not there's trust a reason her. why. Yeah. <laughs> so. She's an asshole. So, um, I like an asshole. Uh, no, but the, the kids are great. I keep. Wait, laughing. I, I redact that. It's too late. It's been recorded. It's too late. It's I, it's the name of the episode. Yeah. It's too late. Oh yeah. I, good good <laughs> luck putting that on our PG thirteen website. <laughs> Just put an R in there. Arsehole. Arsehole. Uh, no wonder. No wonder he's been married so long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee, Lee likes an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you call the? I always feel, I said, I was telling you guys earlier, I feel fucking stupid when I watch it because like the eleven year olds like go switch out that jet engine. I'm like, that's not what I was doing. When I was eleven years old. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Well, but they're from the future. Well, they put them in a program that makes them like accelerate their education, like to ones that, oh. like the like the seventh year old's a doctor. No, <laughs> whoa. So, um, is his name Sheldon Cooper? No, his name's Judy. I think. <laughs> Um, his no. name is Judy. Oh, it is Judy. Judy Robinson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the parents are great. Uh, I, the acting all around is fun. It's just, you know, it looks cool. So, yeah, I'm having a good time with it. You know, I'm, I think, like I said, there's only 10 episodes. I just started episode eight right before I came over. I'm not watching it. So, there's uh, so many shows. Not yeah. without Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> See, that's the one thing I say because I always say I fall behind on shows. And for some reason with Netflix, just because I think it's because they release them all at, at the same time, yeah, I f- I'll just hammer through one day. And I, f- and I forget that they're there. I yeah. started. I watched two episodes of the new Jessica Jones, and then got busy and forgot. No. Uh, and, they they have announced season three for Jessica Jones. Good, it's coming. Th- did good. they get some writers for this? Season? Yeah, they get anything better. Oh, is that the problem with season two? Oh my god! I, have you watched it? No, I watched the first episode and I thought this is okay, but it didn't grab me. No. So I didn't. I didn't do the let's keep it going. No, the, these two didn't care for it. I liked it fine. It's just so hard to follow that first season because it was so goddamn perfect. Well, I think know? they did they. Did they remember to bring a villain? Because yeah. I, I have diagnosed Netflix's um, <laughs> Marvel problem, which is that you've got Kingpin, you've got Elektra was was really good in uh, Daredevil season two. Purple um, Man, you've got the Purple Man. Uh, Tenant was amazing. Yeah. In, he was in, perfect. And then since then, well, they haven't look, put for, a good villain in any of the next. I, I will no, no, say no. they went for, from the first half of Luke Cage. Oh yeah, he was great, but then they forgot. They, took him away. they forgot to have a good villain. <laughs> um, they get a guy in a fucking purple jumpsuit pretending to be Constrictor. Jessica Jones went from the most perfect villain of all time yeah. to probably the f- one of the fucking weakest. I'm yeah. sorry, and I don't know if they should. They should kill it Karen. That's what they need to kill. Well, she's Hellcat. I don't. I don't give. You a mean fuck. Patsy? Yeah. Patsy. Patsy. Thought it was Patsy Trish. Walker. Trish. 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 <laughs> Patsy. Well, Karen. No, oh, her, she's Trish. Her in the comic, she's Patsy. Well, she's both in this because when she was the young TV star, she's Patsy Walker. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then she becomes Trish, or is Trish the Trish? Trish yeah. Her real name? You can't. It's Trish kill. talk. Yeah. You cannot kill the longest running continuous Marvel character. Yeah, you can. In the Marvel canon, I would love to see it. She's been through all of the Marvel since the forties. Since the forties, started she, out as a model. She was a model. Then when uh, superhero comics tanked in the 50s, they did a, a romance soap opera comic starring her. And then they brought her back. Uh, one of the first issues of Fantastic Four, she was dating Johnny Storm. Okay, so, so those are great facts. Watch uh, season two and then tell me what you fucking think. Uh, well, kill, her off on the sh- kill her off on the show. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But the Hellcat comic right now was great. Oh, God, just blow her head off. Uh, anyway. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, these two didn't care for it. I 
I, I thought it was fine, but it it just it it had so much work to do and, because I, because it was so good that first and season. too much bloat. I yeah, feel like bloat, yes. I feel like Disney decided they were going to do their own standalone service and really stopped paying attention to what Netflix was doing with their Marvel properties because hmm. it it's it's literally like you can tell halfway through the season of Luke Cage mm-hmm. they're like oh okay the quality of the show just tanked I mean everybody's still giving it their all and I still like Luke Cage I think it's a really significant show but I don't think the same people uh, in charge of oversight for Daredevil had anything to do with Defenders or Iron Fist. It started yeah. feeling like it was rushed because, you know, then you got the Defenders now they're already announced in season three. It's like, take a second and take Iron a Fist step was, back. Iron Fist <laughs> was fucking boring. And I, I, I've said it many, many times. The second season of Into the Badlands with uh, Donnie Yen is on Netflix right now. You want to see a show with Kung Fu mm-hmm. and it's got all kinds of people doing Kung Fu and Donnie Yen's whole thing was with the fight choreography and everything else. It has to be the actors doing it. It can't be you know, backlit or behind a screen or whatever else. It's got to be the actual actors. Mm-hmm. And, Did and you see what he just got casted in? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm sorry, it's not Donnie Yen in Into the Badlands. It's a different guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the show. The cider's like too. 85% alcohol. <laughs> that's just, every time that's just a bottle of death, if that's true. What is uh, it really? Well, I'm six, really strong. It's 6.5%. <laughs> I haven't actually had any booze in a couple of weeks. <laughs> he so. peels the label back and it says rubbing alcohol <laughs> on it. <laughs> I get to the bottom and on the bottom of the glass that says you just died. All right. But I don't know if you've got that in there, but, but just real fast because I mentioned it. Donnie was just cast in the live action of Mulan. Yeah. Along with Jet Li. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I did you get Jackie that. Chan in there too? Yes. <laughs> Might as well. Have the generations. Have you guys been uh, watching Legion? Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, that show's such a trip. It's... I haven't started the new, new oh, season man. yet. Well, uh, it's only two episodes in, so yeah, I'm not Yeah, the the dance off was amazing. The dance off was so cool. so good. Yeah, instead of having a superhero battle, you have a, a, a dance off, a dance off, a yeah. mind control dance off. Mind, yeah, with, with Jemaine Clements involved. Yes. With, with, with Jemaine Clements, Aubrey Plaza brings back the uh, the '60s go go gear, and then what's the, Dan Fisher? I can't remember uh, his name. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Yeah. He's doing this weird fucking shoulder dance, yeah. shoulder dance shimmy, and they've got backup dancers, and they're at a nightclub. And uh, my wife doesn't call it Legion anymore. She calls it the What the Fuck Show. Yeah. It's exactly that's, that's what I've heard. I, it's, yeah. I, got, it's so sent, good. I sent a text to Charlie, and I said, "Charlie, you need to start watching the show Legion. It's like if uh, it's like if David Lynch and the X Men had a baby." But but you need to tell him not to watch it on any substance because you'll lo- you will lose track of what's what's happening. Carrie, yeah. I confirmed. Might, I might very much disagree with you. <laughs> Oh, it, it's so good though. It's so good. It's it's the best X Men show. It, it really, I think it, it, it might really be is. the best X Men property being produced right now. It could now. be. Yeah, they do. They do something that's kind of amazing because I I don't remember his girlfriend's name. Um, blonde girl. Blonde girl. Okay. Yeah. There is something utterly menacing about her. Yeah. And it's the way they shoot her. It's not. It's it's in the way she acts. It's in the way her line delivery is done. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like there's the the first episode of the new season where they when they introduce her, she's sitting on a couch and she's petting a cat. And her power is whenever she has skin to skin contact with something, she switches places with them. Yeah. So she starts just licking her hand. Yeah. And it's just the subtle and you're like, thing. What is going? on? Yeah. And, and it's just and, slightly creepy. And then in the second episode, she's perfected it. <laughs> And and so he has to talk to the cat to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> that's how fucked up this show is. I just love it. It's pretty they've, amazing. Yeah. They've really given us no reason to not trust her, but I still don't trust her. Yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> what I'm she's saying. Creepy. So yeah, yeah uh, Into the Badlands. That's uh, that's Daniel Wu. Daniel Wu. Uh, I, I'm you. sorry, Daniel Woo! Wu. I know you're a fan of the show. Right. I mean, Woo! Danny. 
<laughs> and Yen's amazing. Donnie Yen's amazing. So, I mean, Woo! it's a good comparison. You're both good martial artists. Okay. I'd like to watch you guys have tea together. All right, Fuck. I got more stuff coming up, but we got to... We got to tie Tony down. How's that cider, Tony? Woo! <laughs> yeah, give him a dollar. Somebody's a little worked nipples. up. I'll We're going to take a break and calm him down. A lot of, lot of sugar. <laughs> hey, uh, let's uh, take a break so Tony can go run yeah. around in the backyard. Let's let him go run. Let him out and let him run. You want to go outside? You, you want to go outside? <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Get the fuck outside, Tony. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunchboxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Woohoo! Where did we go? Uh yeah. where did we go now? Where do we go now? Uh, I got a bunch of, uh, you know, because I got, I got to 
as as uh, who who accused us of uh, sucking Mickey's dick? Uh, oh, Bugs Bunny. Some some guy accused us of some jerk fan service to uh, to the Disney people because well you know we we could see when we were when we were eight years old we could see the future mm-hmm. and we became Marvel fans because we knew yeah. that that would happen. Yeah, you know, it's not like we've been reading these fucking comics since we were kids. Well, you do you know, know so? that one in five of our listeners are opioid addicts. Yeah, I know. So, well, geez, wow, I didn't know that. That's good. No, that's that's up too, and I'm worried. Is it up? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So one in six. <laughs> that's down. Oh. Wait, you guys aren't sucking Mickey's dick? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here's a bunch of... Uh, Cup the balls, Jimmy. Cup the balls. Here's, <laughs> here's some... Uh, some oh, mar- I'm going to come. Some Marvel <laughs> stuff. Uh, this is uh, kind of interesting. Um, Black Panther will be the first movie released in Saudi Arabia in 35 years. That's so awesome. Wow. wow. Uh, because of the Islamist uh, revival of the late 70s and the seizure of the Grand Mosque in Mecca in 79, the Saudi Arabian government shut down virtually all of the public movie theaters and instituted a ban on cinema. And that has lasted for 35 years. Wow. Dang. Next month, though, it's, that's going to change. Well, this month, I mean, sorry. Uh, Saudi Arabia's cinema ban will premiere uh, Black Panther with a gala event at the new AMC theater located in uh, Riyadh. The first of many locations that AMC plans to open in the country in the coming years, and it will uh, it will play there for a week, up until uh, Infinity War opens on the twenty sixth of April. I'm going to go see all my movies in Saudi Arabia now because I guarantee you one thing they're not going to do they're not going to fucking talk. Well, and if they do, they'll get their heads cut off, <laughs> right? <laughs> their tongues. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they'll so. get stoned to death outside I, the theater. I'm actually curious, like how well it'll do, like box office wise, because like if you think if you'd be living there, like. 35 years, you so, couldn't go see a movie? Like well, you're, you're 35, aren't you? Yeah, 36. 36. So, so I mean, they haven't been able life. to watch a movie in a, in a movie house since you were born. That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. would you, like, rush to the theater and, like, go check would. it out? Or, Hells, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, like, right now, there's a guy going, I wonder if I wonder if I could make a living going to these things they call movies <laughs> and writing about whether or not I think people should see them. <laughs> now we're going to ban it for another 35 years. <laughs> 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 Now I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, and uh, Avengers: Infinity War is has beat mm. Bla- Black Panther, setting a pre-sales record. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're not the only ones sucking Mickey's D. Apparently, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it is tracking for a 200 million plus U.S. launch wow. for Infinity War. Wowzers! That's crazy. And then you got Han Solo. And then there's Han Solo coming. So buy some Disney stock right now. I already did. Okay. I'm so rich. <laughs> well, well, you'd have to be rich to buy it in the first place. If you're so rich, uh-huh. then you can afford Uh-oh. Uh-oh. this next Good item. Good job, Lee. Well, you know, they, they do pay me in mouse dick. I want you to. <laughs> All the mouse dick. <laughs> See, I was wondering if you're blowing Mickey, does he pay us in Mickey bucks so we can yeah. only spend it at Disneyland? No, it's Mickey Spunks. I want no. one of I want <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Mickey Tastes spunks. like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a pineapple once in a while, Mickey. Tastes like mini. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mini what? Mini cheesecake? No. Strangely, no. it... <laughs> different yeah. mini. Tastes oh. like oddly disguised rabbit. Okay, I want you to Google image, one of you or all of you, 5950 New Era Infinity Gauntlet Cap. Okay. Oh, I saw this. You see this? What yeah. is this? This is... Uh, it's made from the finest golden polyesters. Yep. The cap features an embroidered version of the Avengers Infinity War movie logo, 
as well as six recreations of the Infinity Stones on the top of it. On the underside, there's a detailed lining that features illustrations of each stone and the Marvel character who discovered or grappled with its power. And Oh my god, this is the tackiest thing in the world. It's ugly. It'll only cost you $100. Oh. Let me see this. this stupid as a hat. It looks, like, it looks like somebody put an R and a Simon board on top of a hat. Yeah, you are a, you are a hat enthusiast, a baseball, yeah. baseball style cap you're enthusiast. Just gonna, you're just going to have like weird kids following you around trying to play Simon on your head. There it is. God, it's that's so ugly. That is one of the ugliest fucking hats I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would say anybody that I see wearing this, does it war? It says yeah. it says oh, infinity. It says yeah. infinity on the A, and then they put a W oh, and an R on the other side of the. It's ugly. Avengers logo. I'm just gonna say if any, I see a top down view. Oh my god, that <laughs> is just that's so, a piece of shit. Right you know, there. I, oh. I have a I have a question about Infinity War. Yes, because if you watch the trailers. I know Jimmy's not watching trailers, but if you watch the trailers, I've seen them all. There's there's a scene where uh, Thanos is is it looks like he's gonna fight Captain America, and Captain America looks like he's about to eat Thanos's fist. Arr, yeah. arr. Did you guys see the inside of this cap? Oh god, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Simon board. I'm gonna tell you if anybody if I see anybody walk down the street wearing that fucking hat, I'm gonna walk up, knock it off, and go, <laughs> "You're an asshole." Oh, I know on. what you're getting no, for your you birthday. Know you know what? I'm buying this fucking hat. There you go. I'm going to dare Shannon to knock that hat off my head. <laughs> I'm going to wear it to the well, premiere. I'm going to be like that battery on my shoulder guy. I'm going to start working out, so I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing stilts. Got to do some bench press to get up to hey, lift that hat off. Cue the montage. <laughs> no, it's going to be like the montage is going to be me building stilts and wearing a hat while Shannon works out. <laughs> I'm going to be up back dragging a log around on a chain. Hudson's not going to let you drag a log no. around as you Have you seen, I don't believe it, but have you seen the, the theory that Quicksilver comes back? Have you seen this at all? No. Cat showed me this like the footage is footage of when they're fighting in Wakanda. And yeah. if you actually look that someone slowed it down really like like way fucking slow. And if you look on the back, there's like a path and there's a blue streak hauling ass. Like, it's actually down. the flash. It's a weird crossover. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's a tease gold. But still. But yeah, it's this <laughs> blue flash just hauling ass down the oh. I'll believe it when I see it. I think it's laser like blast, like you know, from I a gun. Don't. I know. Like, no. Uh, did you see the? Did you see Clark Gregg's tweet from this week? Yes, he's so excited to be on the set of a Marvel movie again. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he? Be- he's on uh, Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel because yeah. it's, it's being shot in the nineties. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're going to just de-age them all. And yeah, uh, that's pretty gonna, cool. And uh, Nick Fury will have two eyes. Yeah, what? Yeah. Is what we've been told. So we're going to learn how he lost the and eye. Sam Jackson's been vegan to. so long that he's actually the same age he was in the nineties. <laughs> Wait, it reverses aging? Yeah, that's why I'm no longer sixty-five. Oh, why did I have that beef burrito? <laughs> yeah. that's why you are now sixty-five? Uh, and uh, it's it's a, just a matter of a short matter of time that Infinity War is hitting theaters. Uh, so we're, close. Two we're, weeks. We're seeing it at a "Don't You Know Who I Am" style screening. Uh, what is it? Four days before it opens. Twenty uh, second. Two, two, like two days. It's April twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. We're seeing it. Yeah, and we're allowed to review it right after we see it. That I don't know. Uh, I think you read the fine print on the email. Yeah. It says. I just I just got excited when I saw the email and and uh, burst into Mickey jizz. This <laughs> this uh, this was uh-huh. a this was a letter from the directors, the Russo brothers. Oh, I like this. Uh, imploring fans not to let anything slip. Don't spoil the movie. Uh, the uh, letter was shared by by Thanos himself, posted <laughs> early on the uh, Russo Brothers uh, Twitter account. It was made clear that there would be z- uh, zero screenings of the film, even for junket press, although we're, they, they must have changed their mind, because it, it was really last minute with the way that this came together, yeah. um, until after the upcoming L.A. premiere. So they're probably going to premiere it the same day that we're seeing it, right? 
I've heard. I, I need to confirm it, but as we record this right now, is when this weekend's the junket. Oh, really? That's what I've heard. Okay, but it could be wrong. Things change all the but time. But they have begged everyone who sees it to not spoil the movie. I mean, that's why they haven't announced the name of the next Avengers movie that they shot at the same time. Cap's funeral. As this one. <laughs> They've already shot the other one? They, they were shooting it at the same time that they shot this Whoa. one. It's like when they did Back to the Future 2 and 3. There was yeah. I don't time. acknowledge those and so and it'll, be, and it'll be And it'll be released one year later. It'll be released in May. Well, and if they, they already made it, why don't they just release it? Because well, <laughs> we got to get Ant-Man and the Wasp in there. We no, gotta go get, ahead and release them all at the same time. Gotta like tick, Netflix. you got to tickle the tank. you got to get them excited. That's right. Yeah, you just oh, tell them, oh. we got all ten movies, go to the movie theater and sit there for three days. But yep. they, they uh, close the letter with, everyone involved with the film has worked in incredibly hard the past two years maintaining the highest level of secrecy except Tom Holland <laughs> except Tom Holland only a handful of people know the film's true plot did you know did you hear about that about the who's read the script and who hasn't the only actor who's read the full script is Benedict Cumberbatch really and he yeah. said because he's involved in the entire movie oh no Every, way everybody else is like separated I like, love it even even Danny Jr. according to them yeah now, he just shows up for the paycheck anyway. Yeah. Well, then that, right. but see, that tells me a lot. It means that Strange is going to be a huge part of it. That's well, great. And that means yeah. dimensions. And, and, and Tom Tom Holland is like he, they gave him like just his scenes because like he's so bad about spoiling let's, shit. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I, I just rewatched Doctor Strange the other night. It's really good. That movie does not get enough credit. Like I we, agree. Oh, that's I, so good. I, yeah. I think. I think. I think Ragnarok hit, and we all just kind of forgot about Doctor yeah. Strange because yeah, it is that's exactly what happened. It is a phenomenal fucking movie. Go back and um, watch it again. Yeah, it's, I, really it, it's got it's got is probably his best performance, I think, and I think he does some really good performances. But God, what a good story arc! What a great it, and it, it just, works. It just clips along like you do not feel those two hours, and it works. That's yeah. what's that's what's amazing about it because no I remember, fucking Hasselhoff cameo to pull you out of the movie. I remember. You know, reading a few Doctor Strange comics when I was a kid because mm-hmm. my weird cousin Ray said that that was his favorite character, and I went, "Well, I got to give it a try." Your weird cousin liked Doctor Strange. He liked oh, Doctor yeah. Strange. <laughs> he also yeah. liked sitting really close to you on the couch. He did. It was yeah. strange. Um, <laughs> I but say- I read a few, and I just it just wasn't for me. Yeah. But then Jason Aaron came along and started writing Doctor Strange, and yeah. and it works. Yeah. It works on the even, page, even if he was recycling the God Killer storyline from Thor, which he's I still, didn't. I didn't mind. No, no, because the Magic Killer storyline in Strange was fun. Yeah, I would love to see the God Especially Killer, especially with Doctor Strange eating all kinds of weird food to suppress his magic. I would love to see the God Killer. The God story Killer made. is a Thor. Oh, so see, good. The the uh, I mean, I, you said anyway. dimensions. I think that yeah. that's probably true because Strange is with him in New York, and then mm-hmm. there's a scene. They don't show Strange in the scene, but it's uh, it's when was it uh, Star Lord says like your plan's good. But it sucks, you know that scene. Mm-hmm. Then I saw one just recently where it showed Strange with Star Lord, and he pushed him, opened up a portal, and threw him through the portal. Yeah, and so like, or he kind of fell through it. Well, it he like, jumped so, backwards. Yeah, so there's there's somewhere like you know they keep yeah, and if <laughs> traveling, you know that's that's a situation where if I were if I were Disney and Fox, that's where I would definitely want to make my announcement about an acquisition actually happening. Because mm-hmm. you could include it, but it's not happening. No. Yeah. So, but anyway. it, that's you know the fanboy in me goes. That's how you bring the X Men in. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've heard the, the the theory that I heard one time that was fun was uh, about bringing Fantastic Four into it, like rebooting it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because like, the the one question was because in in Spider Man they're moving out of the Avengers Tower. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who bought the Avengers Tower? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that'd be cool. And they're like, it's the Fantastic Four. It's now called oh, the Baxter like, Building. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, that's a way to introduce that'd it. Be like, way cool. That's it's a way. Building. It's a way. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. Uh, do we have um, uh, movies and uh, vid- video games? Yeah, yeah, I've got some movies and uh, Blu-rays and all that kind of stuff. 
You want to go first? Or no, not? go for it. All right. Uh, well, we'll just do theatrical ones first. Okay. So there's Bloomhouse that comes out every now and then and releases some horror films. And then, uh, well, they decided to do uh, one called Truth or Dare. Uh, and rated, it's, it's out now. Yep, out now. just came out a couple days ago. Rated PG-13. That's that's a big thing mm. in this because the story is a group of kids going their spring break down in Mexico. Uh, one girl's reluctant to go because she's the you know the, the goody two shoes and she's afraid of cartels. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they go down there. She meets a guy. He's like, "Oh, let's go drink into this place." It ends up being this basically rundown chapel, which is sure. Let's all go drink in an abandoned chapel. Is it a bar built on an old Aztec temple? Nah, I have no idea. And so they start <laughs> playing. They start playing truth or dare. Well, the game's real, and you if you lie on the truth, you you die. If you don't do your dare, you die. And there's all stupid rules to it, and it's just dumb it's really <laughs> just dumb and and I, I go back to the pg-13 thing because like i'm sorry most horror films need to be r except for like i've seen a few that didn't like drag me to hell drag me was, to hell work was pg-13 but yeah. I mean, we're talking how many films come out there pg-13 trying to be horror that actually the work? only reason Not why drag lot. me to hell worked though is because Raimi replaced all the fluids with green or yellow yeah you know if it had been Blood. red red shit being <laughs> vomited into somebody's mouth that would have been an r-rated movie like Half the kids are all a bunch of pricks, and you don't care if they die. So you're yeah. just like, good. There's another one. We're almost, you know, do two more. We're almost going to be out of here. You know, there's another one. Cool. We got 20 minutes left. Cool. Kill that kid, too. At any point, <laughs> at any point, does the band at the bar they're at dismember everybody and turn them into musical instruments? No. No. They're missing they missed an opportunity. Yeah. So at any yeah. point, is the band played by Los Lobos? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, I don't want to see this movie. From yeah, Short should, Circuit, too? You, no, Los Lobos from, 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 from Dusk, Dusk Till Dawn. Dawn. Oh. <laughs> when the Excuse vampires... me, sir. That was actually Tito and the Tarantulas. It was? <laughs> yes. And it was, <laughs> for real. And I think, I think Johnny Vatos was on drums, too, wasn't well, he? I don't know. Anyway. Um, but Because that stand-up bass... Was amazing. That was. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this: like when I say PG thirteen, like there's a scene at the end, and uh, the killer jumps up, slits the guy's throat, right, drops him down the floor. He's laying there. It should be just pouring out, right? Yeah. All they show is a pink line across his neck, and that's <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, "Are you man. fucking kidding me? This guy doesn't have blood. He's already been drained, <laughs> or that knife didn't even cut him." <laughs> so like they those, were. It's the, just like it's like Burton is. It's like those kindergarten scissors that they give kids. Yeah. So they were bound and determined to make this PG thirteen. Yeah, it just it's just awful. They smelled some money. Yeah, I think I'm at a half a star. Half wow. a star. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it's right there with Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> wow, that was one and a half. Oh yeah. Five stars. Um, what else you got? Next one is Rampage. Rampage so, with The Rock. Yeah, with The Rock. We did the, the Rock last movie week. with monkeys. I saw this too. So, you know, we all joked that it was like, how the hell are you going to do a Rampage movie? Well, when you really think about Rampage, there's no storyline to no. it. All it is is that. Right, so it's perfect for a movie. Well, <laughs> to a degree, because you could have full free reign. You, know, you can and, do what you want. And make yeah. up a story. You're not really held down to the parameters yeah. of, the, of the game. All we need are giant monsters. Yep. You know, and yeah. you get them. Uh, you know, and everybody's like, is it good? I'm like, when you walk into a movie that stars The Rock, are you expecting fucking like an Oscar performance? Yeah. No, you're expecting yeah. popcorn dumb fun. You know, turn your brain off for a little while and just watch shit blow up and, and crumble. Then is this movie smart enough to know that it's dumb and rebels in that kind of thing? I think so. You know, I mean, it, and it acknowledges the game. You know, it's got these Easter eggs throughout. There's like it's, uh, there's a somebody arc- punch a toaster. There, no, there's an arcade cabinet in the background that is Rampage yeah. in, in uh, Malin Ackerman's uh, office. There is uh, the woman in the red dress gets eaten. I'll just say that. 
so I won't tell you who. All right. Um, there is uh, one. It's actually I didn't see it the first time I saw it, but the director mentioned it because there is a you know in the game you would punch the windows and yank somebody out and yeah. eat, eat them for health. Mm-hmm. And he goes, George is like our hero, so we didn't. I mean, that's pretty fucked up to do that. <laughs> yeah. If you actually look, there's a scene where they're all three, like the alligator, the the wolf, and George are coming down the street. George is on the building, punches a window, grabs a dude, and eats him. Does he? Yeah, he's in the I it's missed, in the background. It's totally that. in there. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, there's still. I think it knows it's dumb. It is dumb. Um, but it's a rock movie, you know. All, all you wanted in this movie was for those monsters to make it to Chicago and tear the shit apart. Does any of the get. monsters punch a sign and get shocked? No, that's what I kind of no, wish there was. Yeah. No, there was. I forgot that, that part but, in the game. But you yeah. get the army and their cars. I mean, the exact same cars that are in there firing from the top of their guns. You know, uh, you know the turrets on the top. You get. The, I mean, but there's some like you know. I'd say kind of some fucked up shit there because this is PG thirteen as well. But like, there's a part where like George goes up to a helicopter and is, grabs the pilot and just fucking chucks him as hard as he can, and you just see him go. Oh. But does he skip him across the lake? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. So yeah, you get the destruction. I will say though, my favorite character of the whole movie is uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Is that his name? Is yeah. Negan. Yeah. Negan. 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 Because yeah. he p- plays this cowboy. Uh, he they what they call it. Um, uh, it's like a division of the government, but it's like a bullshit t- acronym. Like, well, it's they, like it was uh, O O G D, other uh, government division. Yeah, other government division. <laughs> like, you, know, like, you don't know where the fuck I work. Or from. no, O G A, other government it, agency. That's what, that's it, was. what it was. They and, killed and, Art Bell. And what he says is, it's a great line. He goes, you know, when science shits the bed, I'm the guy who changes the sheets like that. It's yeah. a great fucking line. And when you first meet him, you think he's an asshole. He's not. He's just doing his fucking job. And like he has this like kind of fun relationship with the Rock, where they kind of give each other shit the entire time. So it's. I think his character is fun. Yeah, is it, it? But it's one hundred percent dumb. It's a fucking rampage movie. Yeah. If, if you're going to go for anything more than that, then you're, you're going to so be disappointed. I, I have two questions. Yeah. Um, does it give any indication that they're going to move on to a joust or crazy climber movie? What about Burger <laughs> Time? I, I, I want uh, a Burger Time. I did ask the director that because yeah. I said I know that this was a this is a midway game, and I want to know the next midway game that needs to be turned into a movie. I said, yeah. is it uh, Galaga? Is it Spy Hunter? Or is it Root Beer Tapper? <laughs> and he chose Root Beer Tapper because it was his favorite title. Well, frankly, <laughs> they could remake 1941 as a video game movie starring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my second question is, how good is The Rock as The Rock? It's just he's The Rock. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, compared to his other performances as The Rock, how is he? He does great sign language. Does he? Yeah. He's never done sign language George, in a movie George, before. George knows sign language. George knows sign language. Because <laughs> like in Southland Tales, he didn't play The Rock very well. But it was also the best acting he ever did. Yeah. I yeah. uh, I did what you told me to do. I did I did some homework. I yeah. read the Rolling Stone interview with The Rock. It's good, right? And I I have new respect for him. Yeah, I mean he's he is a genuinely decent guy. He's a decent dude, and he's yeah. he's smart as hell and it, smart as hell. Yeah, smart as hell. But like I mean I. I in the, when I interviewed him, I, would, I sat there for. Like I said my friend Kevin knew him. We sat there for a while talking to him, and then when we had to reset the cameras, he just sat there and shot the shit like he's just fucking just normal. I mean, he just acts like yeah, I'm not the highest you know paid fucking actor in Hollywood right now. I'm like, Jesus I just make a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, so did you, you know, did you, you notice that uh, in the movie when he whenever he said it's me to George, he'd make this motion of his two fists kind of hitting together on top of each other. It's a rock. That's sign language for rock. Yeah, it's rock. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> no, we started I, when I when I had a radio show back in the last millennium. Uh, we we'd get stories about The Rock doing good things. We yep. We're like, eh, whatever. He's doing good things, but it seems to have genuinely carried through. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to end the, the review, it's just uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that's fun like that, and there's a lot of times where I'm like, this is getting really fucking dumb. Oh yeah, snowball <laughs> for fight. sure. And so I'm at two stars. You two know, stars for two stars. So right. there you have. I it. would agree. Um, 
Well, we talked about Lost in Space, so we're good. Yeah. All right. Uh, games? It's actually kind of a uh, busy week for games this week. Um, the most important release is obviously Casey Powell Across 18, <laughs> where you can play lacrosse. That's play. Sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, lacrosse. Lacrosse. Okay, all right. Yeah. I thought he was saying the cross, and I was, yeah. I was making some sort of weird religious. You uh, play the cross in a video game about the crucifixion. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, if you remember RBI Baseball back from the NES days, that's that's making a comeback on the Switch. RBI Baseball 18. Uh, Yakuza 6, the song of life for PS4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the song of life. <laughs> You can't sink through that gaping neck wound. <laughs> but uh, that, the Yakuza games have a very good track record of being pretty decent. And so, how much do they threaten you to get that yeah. review? And Well, it cost me a pinky if I didn't do it right. Uh, so that one might be good on the PS4. Um, there is a new Assetto Corsa racing game. Uh, something called Atomic Heist. I don't know what that is. Uh, Babylon 2055 Pinball. Yeah. There's just a lot of you know. No matter how no matter how good they make a video game of pinball, it's never the real. It's never I, fun. No, it's never I would fun. rather yeah. play oh, actual yeah. pinball. Hundred percent. Yeah. You got to go to Keto's Brewing. Yeah, they have like seventeen or uh, the pinball. They machines. do. Yeah, or, or the new Barcade. Yeah, they only have like five. Yeah. Oh really? That place made me. That maybe place made me feel. Old. Keto's. Okay. Uh, Keto's, Keto's is great. <laughs> you can just drive right by my house and wave. I'll probably be out on the porch. Oh, that's right. Back. You're right next to it. Oh yeah, I live right there in, in the middle of now four microbreweries. Four microbreweries. I, I can <laughs> walk to four microbreweries and get really tore up and still find my house. Oh, good. It's that close. That's that's living. I liked Keto's. Keto's was good. Yeah. So good. Well, he's face to pull a rubber down and get just the neighbor's cribs. I will. Yeah. <laughs> and and the guy who owns Keto's is a good guy. Yeah. 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 I got a bunch of his beer in the fridge. Yeah, we do. Nice. I liked quarters too. It was. But it's like so popular right now. I'm yeah, going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to wait until. But I love that there's two bars in town that have skee ball now. It makes me very happy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah? Well, skee ball's good too because you have a projectile weapon in case ninjas attack. Exactly. Now they they can't that... do this in Utah, but Mary, I, don't know if, I think you were there when we were in Denver and AJ and Derek took us to that bar. They had skee ball. And if you got yeah. a certain amount of points, you got a free beer. Nice. <laughs> Does skee ball get easier or harder the more drunk you get? It gets more entertaining. Uh, it's just like bowling. You hit that sweet spot. Right. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. You're unstoppable. Yeah. And then you have one too many more drinks, and all of a sudden you're just like, I can't see you no more. <laughs> uh, two more things coming out this week. These are the big ones I was saving for last. The Nintendo Labo stuff comes out this week. Um, so that's, I don't know if you guys remember seeing a couple months back the Nintendo cardboard peripheral stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hook your Switch up to these cardboard things that you buy, and you can do, you have like a robot suit. It's like a whole suit of cardboard. Yeah. And uh, things like that make a little piano. There's a, there's a remote control car. Yeah, remote control car. Oh, yeah, uh, all that kind of stuff. So that if you're interested in that kind of thing, that does debut this week finally. And but this is the big one that I've been excited for: uh, God of War for the PS4. Oh, yes. God of War Junior. Yeah, you play a, yeah. a dad of war. Yeah, <laughs> dad of war. Uh, you're grounded for millennia. <laughs> the uh, the reviews have uh, come out for that already. And last I checked, I had 83 reviews on Metacritic. And an average score of 95%. Wow. Damn. There, people are saying it is just amazing. But still hold off a week or two to let the bugs get yeah. Yeah. bugged yeah. out. I did I did actually get to see a, uh, uh, a deep dive into how the game runs on the PS4, and it actually is coming out of the box pretty dang good. Nice. But, uh, yeah, you always... Always wait a week. Maybe wait a little bit so yeah. they iron out a couple of the bugs. But what excites me the most about this game, other than 
just everything getting such a high score on it was it takes place in Norse mythology this time instead nice. of Greek mythology, but you still play as the Greek god killer Kratos. Nice. Ah, it just looks so cool. Uh, right. Tabletop games, uh, Fantasy Flight Games just released Star Wars Legion about yeah, probably two weeks ago. I've had yeah. a chance to, to play it up a little bit. The, uh, the miniatures are cool. They, they look pretty good. The gameplay, if you've ever looked at a game of like Warhammer or Warhammer 40,000 and thought, this is really complicated... Uh, Legion is not a complicated oh, game. Oh, good. But it has scenarios worked into it, and that's where the strategy See, comes that's in. always been my complaint with a lot yeah. of these board games, is they're just so hard to learn. Yeah, I mean, this this game would be played on a table like the size of the one that we're recording at, but when you're playing with Rebel Soldiers and Stormtroopers and Vader and speeder bikes and you've got cool terrain out there, it it's a fun game. It's, good. A, it's a good way to go. And you can pick that up at your local gaming shop. Uh, here in Salt Lake City, you, you've got uh, a Haster. couple of different options. Uh, Haster may have it. I know Shiv Games in Midvale definitely has it. I know Haster has it. Yeah, and uh, uh, Shiv, and then you've got Game Night Games in, in Sugar House, and they they all they'll all do varying levels of of uh, of uh, interactive play events that they have going on throughout right. the week. Uh, Blu-rays, yeah, a couple of Blu-rays coming out. Uh, we talked about Ready Player One because that's Spielberg. Uh, what I love about him is that he could do a movie like Ready Player One and then get grounded and just do something very simple like The Post. Yeah. And so, and the post was actually really good. If you don't know it, it's about basically the Vietnam cover-up that in the Washington Post un, under uh, the uh, papers. What is it called? The something papers. Oh, oh. yeah. The Vietnam papers. Yeah, the go. secret, <laughs> the secret Vietnam papers. But it's Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Great performances all around. Uh, all right. The, it got kind of put in the shadows because it was nominated for a Best Picture, but like because Spotlight a few years ago was also about the newspaper industry yeah. and like and that one Best Picture, so yeah, kind of took its thunder away. But uh, there's that. If you want to watch Liam Neeson play Liam Neeson, uh, there's the Commuter. Where he gets to punch people on a train. That's fun. Okay. Uh, Deep Blue Sea 2 is now out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Deep Blue Sea 2. Yep. Smart Sharks. The first one killed uh, Samuel Jackson, That's didn't right. it? That's right. That's right. Uh, Carrie, I don't know if you've been watching this one, but Mystery Science Theater 2000 Season 11. Yes. The new one. That's the Netflix uh, version. Yeah. What was your verdict on that? I liked it. Yeah? I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's hard to go wrong. Occasion, occasionally, though, and I, w- I will say this, the, the great thing about... Um, the original voices for Crow and and uh, Tom Servo is that they were very different voices. Right. And the guy who's playing Crow in this one, he's very funny, but he's trying to sound like Crow. Mm. And the guy who does the Servo voice kind of sounds like Crow. Oh. Uh, so occasionally their voice, uh, he should have went with it in a different direction with his Tom Servo. Gotcha. He should have he should have went with a, a different voice because occasionally you're not sure who's making the jokes. Oh. That's the only complaint I have. Gotcha. But I don't care because all the jokes are funny. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I think another show, I think you're only watching it, Carrie, 12 Monkeys Season 3. I, no, I, I watched that. I yeah. stopped at Season 2 just because there were too many shows, and it's it's really, it's better than it should be. Oh, yeah. I'll say that about it. It's better than it should be. Mm. Hmm. It's a fascinating sci-fi show. It's really quite good, yeah. yeah it's, I, I had the same with Mr. Beep Boop. Yeah, I got about a season and a half into Mr. Beep Boop. Are I'm you like, talking about Mr. Robot? Yeah, Mr. Beep Boop. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, a, a very compelling show, really well acted, but uh, yeah. I, I'm busy at home, so having yeah. a show that I actually have to actively watch is really challenging. Exactly. And that's that's I, I I have season three in my DVR right now, and I'm yeah. it's just sitting there waiting for me to find some time that I can focus on it. Yeah. And it's just hard to do. Yeah. Uh, show. I think Lee, you talked about this one. Uh, Killjoys season three. Yeah, you like Killjoys. that? You like that? Killjoys. You know, quick, quick premise. There's a, there's another solar system that humanity has has settled, 
and uh, there's there's a corporate power structure going on, and it's it's a quad. It's four planets around a, around a sun, mm-hmm. and uh, the Killjoys are bounty hunters that work for the corporations, but they're independent of the corporations, and they basically track down uh, anybody who's fucked up and done wrong. So it follows uh, the the villain from the new Tomb Raider movie. She's she's the main uh, the main actor in it, and then Bobby Iceman's brother, mm-hmm. twin brother. So okay. not not. Not Bobby Iceman, but Bobby Iceman's twin brother Mike or whatever. So, <laughs> Mike Iceman. And Mike Iceman. Uh, so it's it's just a good show and it's it's kind of dirty and gritty and cool and it's got neat spaceships. I like that. All right. Yeah. That'll do it. All right, Mister B, if you would please. Would you just put down the camera and eat more ham? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a picture of it. <laughs>